The following is an exclusive presentation of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. It's time for BYU Women's Soccer, live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. Coming up, we'll hear from head coach Jennifer Rockwood, and we'll get a look at today's starting lineups. Let's begin our coverage of BYU Women's Soccer and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougars soccer fans. Welcome pitchside inside Torero Stadium on the campus of the University of San Diego here in San Diego, California. As tonight, the BYU Cougars play for a fourth straight win and a 3-0 start to West Coast Conference play visiting the slumping Toreros of San Diego. Greg Rubel with you for a play-by-play commentary by broadcast partners, former BYU player and staffer Jenny Bug-Smith. And uh, Bug, the Cougs have uh, flipped the switch. The winds are rolling in right now. and The goals are pouring in after scoring only three times over their first four games. The Cougs have scored three or more in six of their last seven games. They lead the WCC in goals and shots and assists. The attack is turned on and has taken BYU to the early top of the conference table. Yeah, Greg, it's been really fun to watch the Cougs. I think they've been able to um, start building from the back, and it's been fun to watch them kind of possess the ball, be patient, um, work the ball up, and find those gaps and seams, and they have just really been generating some um, amazing opportunities. They've been dangerous. Um, They're finding their forwards, and they're working really well together, and it's been fun. They've scored some really nice goals in the last couple of games. And looking like early conference title contenders a couple weeks in. BYU outscored Gonzaga and Portland 6-1 to to open their league slate. USD faced those same two teams last weekend and got outscored 7-3, to and they've opened 0-2 in conference. The Toreros are on a three-game skid and have lost four of five, so uh, two teams headed in opposite directions as they get together here tonight. For the Cougars, it's the start of a crucial stretch, four straight away games in the heart of their WCC schedule. Coming up next, my pre-match conversation with BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood as BYU women's soccer coverage continues live from San Diego on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. It's time to get the scoop on today's match from head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Torero Stadium in San Diego. As tonight, it's the Cougars and Toreros. BYU owning a 7-3 all-time series lead against USD, but the last meeting went to San Diego last season at Southfield, an early stunner in the WCC last year. That was a harbinger of things to come in the Cougars conference slate as BYU dipped to 4-4-1 in their league campaign in 2017. Already in 2018, a much brighter outlook. It's a 2-0 start and a 6-1 scoreline through the Cougars' first two league games. And in our pre-match co- coaches interview now, brought to you by Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Ask Coach Rockwood about the vibe she's getting from her team as WCC play, and now a crucial four-game road swing both get underway. For sure. Um, you know, we got off to a good start uh, last weekend, played some great soccer and, and scored some goals. And, and uh, you know, playing on the road in conference is always tough, but, you know, we did that early on in the season, played some tough opponents on the road, and so we have that experience, I think, behind us, and we've proven to play pretty well and prepare well on the road. But, uh, you know, San Diego is going to come in um, – you know, I think on fire. You know, they they they've got their back up against the walls and uh, the wall, and and I think for us, we've got something to prove, and so I think it'll be a great battle tonight. Yeah, what are you trying to prove as a team? I think we're just trying to prove that we're a really good team. That uh, obviously we want to win a conference championship and get back up on on top. Uh, and uh, I think that's been our goal from uh, when we started training last January after last season. And so um, we just need to stay consistent with what we've been doing. The girls have gotten better each week, and I think more comfortable and confident in what we're doing. Um, it's so important for us to get off to that good start, and uh, that's what we'll be looking for tonight. 
you're in a great offensive groove right now. What have been some keys to putting you guys in the position you are right now? Yeah, you know, I think it really starts from our back. We're, we're playing really well out of the back, even even from uh, Sabrina. Um, and just our movement, finding our pockets, finding our space. Um, and then just as we move into the attack, making smart uh, decisions, uh, getting the ball wide. Uh, Lizzie and Bing are, are really hard to stop right now. And and uh, so we're, we're able to play dangerous balls and put a lot of pressure on our opponents. We're trying to make sure we get the ball in the box. That's what we've been working on more this week and keeping the ball on frame. You got, you got a ton of shots uh, taken this past weekend, and uh, you lead the league by a wide margin in shots. Every coach would like to see as many shots as possible on frame, but the fact is you're putting yourselves in positions to make defenses and keepers have to work. Absolutely. You know, you, you want to get those shots off. I, I, our, our girls can shoot from out far. We don't want to discourage them. You know, obviously nothing past, you know, probably the, the 22 yards, but we can hit those shots, so we want to keep striking those. I don't think we're taking crazy shots as, as we have maybe sometimes in past years that aren't realistic. So uh, we're getting some good looks, but we definitely have a better chance when we work the ball inside the box off a first-time shot. That's where most all of our goals, I think, but one have come. So that's kind of been our focus this week is is just finding some easier looks, uh, especially if teams start getting numbers in. We've got to attack fast so we can attack against fewer numbers. What flipped the switch for Elise? She's on fire right now. She is. You know, we just challenged her to dictate the play instead of kind of waiting to see where the ball goes. Her making runs, wanting the ball, so her teammates know where she wants the ball. And she's hard to stop if she makes that decision and we can get her to the ball. So she's so dangerous, uh, uh, faced up, going at someone, um, looking for one to beat. And uh, we'll keep doing that. We'll keep trying to find her the ball. But it's got to be her dictating where the ball needs to go, and that's when she's dangerous. Lizzie's always had a nice touch, but now she's scoring goals as well. And now we're back at the place where she, where she scored her first college goal. Yeah, I remember that well. It was a very important goal for us last season uh, inside the box. Could have maybe been a left footer. I don't know. Uh, Lizzie's right-footed, but she likes to shoot with that left foot. And she's just playing so well right now. She's playing very consistently. And she can go out wide or she can tuck into the middle. Um, like I said, her and being make it really hard for our opponents uh, defensively. And then it opens up other parts of the field. So, um she got the most touches, I think, in a game uh, this last game, and we love that. You know, when her and Kayla are getting a lot of touches, good things happen. You're currently top of the table in the West Coast Conference. You want to stay there, of course, as long as possible, right to the final weekend. Things get crazy in conference. You know, not the unexpected circumstances happen. We've already seen some really close results, and, and um, like I said, any day on any given team, anything can happen, especially in our sport. So we've got to come out and be at our very best every game and expect great things to happen for us. How do you assess what's happened around the league in the first few weeks? Um, not really surprised. I mean, there's there's been a lot of close games. There's a lot of been uh, a lot of games that have come down to the wire, some ties, and, and that's just kind of how it is. I think over these past six, seven, eight years we've been in the conference, it usually comes down to the difference of a win or one tie, two points. So uh, you know, we just want to make sure we stay in the driver's seat and do what we can to control things and not have to rely on any other results. And so we're just really focusing on what we do. And finally, what do you expect from San Diego? Um, you know, I think they're going to come out with a lot of energy. I, I think they've had a good season to this point. I'm sure that they were uh, disappointed last weekend with the start of their season, and, and they were in both of those games uh, for sure, watching their film. Uh, they're a good team. They're a dangerous team. Um, you know, they're playing at home, an, an opportunity to kind of get back on track. So I think they're going to come out flying. Uh, but, again, we, we've got a lot to play for as well. Indeed. Jen, best of luck against USD. We'll talk to you after the match. All right. Thanks, Greg. 
That is BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood. We'll have more pre-match coverage coming up as we count down to BYU and San Diego on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from the Cougars themselves as we head back to the broadcast booth for our pre-match interview. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again from Torero Stadium in San Diego, California, as BYU tonight opens a four-match away stretch by visiting the USD Toreros. BYU playing a, for a fourth straight win. The Toreros hoping to avoid a fourth straight loss. Overall, the Cougs have won six of their last seven, and in all six victories, they have scored three goals or more. Greg Rubel and Jenny Bug-Smith with you, and we are live on the new skin BYU Sports Network, welcoming now our audience on BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143 via satellite and on 107.9 FM along the entire Wasatch Front, in addition to 89.1 FM HD2, and a re-welcome to our ESPN 960 audience, which has been with us since the bottom of the hour online. You can listen to us on BYURadio.org and BYUCougars.com, as well as the BYU Radio and the BYU Cougars apps, along with the ESPN 960 app. And, Bug, it's not just that uh, BYU is scoring goals in buckets right now. It's that uh, they're coming from so many different sources. Yes, Elise Flake had the most career goals coming into this season, and she leads BYU with seven goals in 2018, but she's only uh, she's one of only seven players with multiple goals on this year's roster. BYU is scoring from the front line and the midfield, and even though BYU defenders don't have goals yet, uh, there was Danica Serracio ripping shots off the crossbar the other night versus Portland. Clearly, this is a dangerous team and offensively very confident team right now. Well, I think, Greg, uh, they've been pretty resilient. I think they had some early losses and some tough games. I think that's really helped them um, kind of think bond together a little bit and kind of create that team chemistry. Um, and I think they have proven the last couple of games to be dangerous, like you said, uh, everywhere on the field. Um, and it shows a lot of depth and confidence in this team. And I think you can look forward to seeing some more great things tonight. We'll see if BYU can put this a slumping San Diego side on the uh, back foot early. Again, USD's lost three straight. BYU's won three straight. So uh, confidence may be dipping for the home side. We'll see if BYU takes advantage of that particular scenario tonight. Two games into this conference slate, BYU does lead the WCC in every offensive category, including shots. And the league leader in shots is BYU's attacking center midfielder, Michaela Coulihan. She has 59 on the year. Earlier today, I talked with the Cougars' stellar sophomore, Michaela Coulihan, about her personal attacking mindset and how it meshes with a team right now hungry for goals and currently being rewarded with a feast in the final third. Yeah, I think the chemistry is awesome. We're having fun, uh, have the goal in mind, winning West Coast Conference, and just take it game by game. What's been the key to this kind of offensive resurgence? I think just mixing it up. I can't, we kind of got going down the right side, and that was our go-to. And through practices and stuff, we worked through going through the middle more, going on the left side, and now we're just attacking from all places, and it's just hard to defend for teams. So many girls have multiple goals right now, so it is tough for uh, any team to try and key on any one player right now. Yeah, for sure, and uh, we all just motivate each other. That's another thing, and we're just hungry for goals always. You're getting a ton of shots off right now. You're clearly a key part of this attack. I think it needs to improve. I need to get my shots more on frame for sure, but um, glad that I am getting looks, but just controlling those a little bit more, focusing on uh, placing them rather than power and just finishing a little bit more. Jen would always want to see more shots, I think, on frame. But generally speaking, the fact that you are getting so many looks, you try and focus on the positive there, don't you, as a team? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the fact that I'm able to get my shot off in those close distances means that we're working it where we should. I'm getting the ball where I should be getting it on the field. So definitely positive. It's a group right now with the starting 11 that's fairly consistent. It's like you've got your group and you're in a pretty good uh, rhythm at this point in the season. Yeah, we are. Like I said, we're just we're excited for every game. We have a system down, and I'm really excited for tonight. What's impressed you most about the current run you're on? 
Um, I'd have to say like just the motivation. I don't. I, we come out every game with energy, and it's just it's never like oh we're playing this team we need to change anything. We just come out the same. We play our game, and we're hungry every game. It's awesome. The phrase chip on the shoulder gets used, overused probably, but was there a bit of one when BYU's picked third in the league? Some analysts had BYU's lowest seventh in the league. You're at the top of the WCC table right now. Was there any motivation there to show people that, hey, we're not a third-place team? Yeah, for sure. And just coming off last year, I think, is enough motivation in its own. Just, I mean, our results didn't come last year, and this year they're coming, and hopefully they continue to come, but that's just enough to motivate us and get us going. Last year was your first go-around, and you didn't really get a full season because of the injury. Do you look at last year as kind of just a learning experience? Um, in part. I mean, luckily I was able to play most conference last year, so um, I learned in the preseason I was watching and learning and taking a lot in then, but um, I'm able to use that experience positively. But it's also kind of just like a revenge year, I think, a comeback year to try and show what I'm capable of. Have you sensed the intensity go up when conference games began? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's when it really matters, right? And we realize that we have to win a conference championship to go to the tournament, so it's definitely a big motivator. It seems like this group gets along fairly well together. That's awesome. That's one thing that I said at the beginning, just the chemistry is so good. We have so much fun together and um, enjoy playing together and stuff, and I think that goes a long ways. It's kind of a not a change from last year, but I just think it's been improved, and it's awesome. I love it. Hey, you just finished a four-game homestand. Now you've got four consecutive conference games on the road. Key stretch. If you guys are going to win the league, it may come down to what you do in these four games. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, just energy every game, just coming out, playing our game, not changing depending on the opponent, knowing what we can do, and finishing those shots, putting them away early. Uh, who are you most impressed by on the front right, on the front line right now? Since goals are coming from everywhere, who's really impressed you right now? Elise, she's awesome. She's so good and um, just brings energy with her. Wherever she goes, we all kind of follow behind her, and she's doing awesome right now. So, How much do you personally work on uh, both feet? What's your favorite foot, and uh, how is that coming? My favorite foot? Probably my right, although I do shoot with my left a lot. But um, it's, it's good. I mean, like I said, I need to focus on getting them on frame, but it's good. Do you spend a lot of time working both feet? Is that like a, a part of your personal routine? Yeah, for sure. I don't I don't try to favor one side just because I don't want to be limited to that side. But yeah. okay. Let's shout out the keepers here for a second. Sabrina has uh, taken the starting role and really embraced it. Yeah, Sabrina's so awesome. The saves she's making, I mean, I can't remember what game it was for sure. A couple games ago, she made like 10-plus saves. Awesome, and she's just all over the place. But our other keepers are awesome, too. They push her, I think, and make her as good as she is. Fun to be here in San Diego? Yep, <laughs> looking forward to it. You have a great night tonight. Thanks, Kayla. Okay. Thanks, Greg. That is BYU sophomore midfielder Michaela Coulihan. Cougar pre-match live continues live from San Diego right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar pre-match live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here is the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back inside Torero Stadium in San Diego for BYU and USD. BYU in the first of two consecutive one-game weeks. Uh, the Cougars have been off since last Saturday. They'll be off again until next Saturday at Pepperdine before wrapping up a four-game WCC road swing with a Thursday-Saturday road trip in two weeks to Pacific and St. Mary's. While BYU opens up a four-game away slate tonight here in San Diego, USD is playing the third of three straight home games to open their conference slate, meaning four of the Toreros' final six games in league will be on the road. And if you open up 0-3 at home with that fixture list looming, 
it will, of course, be tough to contend or even stay in the top half of this league. The head coach of USD is Louise Lieberman, now in her second season at San Diego after a long stint at, U- at UCLA, both as a player and assistant coach. We spoke just a few moments ago on the turf here at Torero Stadium about, the, uh, about her team's current run of form. Yeah, I think every single day just trying to tweak it to get better and better and be as consistent as we can. I think that's what's lacked the most at this time is the inconsistency of the way that we want to play. Looking at the first two league games, it seems like you had enough of the ball to not have the kind of result you had against Portland, and then Gonzaga is a golden goal. Yeah, the Portland game was a weird game. Yeah. It was one of those weird games that you have maybe once a year, maybe once every two years. It was just a, weird, a two, two PKs, a red card. That just doesn't happen very often. So it's a really weird game. Um, and then the Gonzaga game obviously just lapsed and uh, and let in a bad goal. I mean, a good goal from them, not so good for us. And, uh, yeah, it, it's not what we wanted it to be, but looking to really try and turn it around. Yeah, and how much could the uh, the BYU game be a shot in the arm, a boost, considering you're yeah. still here at home as part of this homestand? Definitely massive. I mean, last year this win there was a yeah, huge a exactly. huge result for us and actually turned our season around. Yeah, really did. So, so maybe that'll do the same thing for us this year. Yeah, last year I think BYU had gone a few years without a conference home loss until <laughs> you knocked them off. It was the greatest feeling, <laughs> um, and especially because we were looking so much for a win, and a big win at that was a huge result for us, and helping us spearhead into the rest of conference gave us so much confidence. And we ended a, a lot further than we expected last year, so right. hopefully today is a, is a turnaround game for us. Yeah, because it, it's kind of been a series, a, a season of phases for you. First six games, I think you were 3-2-1, and one, yep. right, clipping along pretty yeah. well. Yeah, it's been a weird, and I think that's what you get, you know, in your second year potentially. Sometimes you're establishing things, laying down foundations, and it's still ironing out the kinks and players grabbing a hold of what you're trying to teach, and and you're still working through it. And so I, I think over time it's going to be so much more consistent, and I'm excited for that. Good. You, yeah. don't, you don't lack in the attack right now. Uh, I think you've scored in seven straight games, yeah. maybe conceding more than you'd like, but we've got tonight two of the best goal scorers in the league, and Elise Flake and, and Milan yep. Moses. Absolutely. We did a lot of defensive work this week in, pre- in preparation. They're a very, very solid, good team. Um, just looking to try and shore everything up in the back, shore everything up in the midfield, which a lot of times that's where things start. Um, and we, we talked about having a shutout tonight, so hopefully that's what happens. Yeah, because really you've been playing these games where a ton of goals are getting scored both ways, right? I know. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. It's, and, again, we, we don't have a ton of depth. So uh, at this point in time, with we have we had a lot of injuries. Um, some girls were sick, so being able to interchange a lot of players wasn't in our uh, in our moment. Mm-hmm. So we had to let a lot of players play. And sometimes when you're tired, you have some lapses, and things don't shouldn't happen when they do. So you're so. playing four or five reserves right now, pretty much, right? More or less. Yeah, more yeah. more or less. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. You'd like to be a little deeper. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> this, stage, this stage of the season. Uh, last couple things. Uh, last year, since uh, you, you saw BYU last year, beat them last year at their place, how do you compare the team you see this year to the one you beat in Provo last season? Our, our opponent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think they're better than last year. Um, yeah, they're going to be a very good side today. They're they're just as aggressive as they always are. That's a trait that they have at all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just noticed another edge about them that, that was – uh, that was there last year, but even more so this year. That's what I've noticed in the video that I've watched. Okay. Second yeah. season as the head coach in the league, of course, but you've known Jen for quite a while, I would take yeah, it, right? Yeah, uh, I have in my UCLA days. We yeah. played against her, and really great lady. I, I mean, I've never gotten too deep in terms of conversations, but always very civil and nice and kind and, and runs a great show, obviously. Someone called her the goat the other day on, on Twitter. <laughs> they did. I was yeah. like, 
That's uh, awesome. <laughs> tonight should be a good vibe in this building. Uh, I know BYU tends to draw well in SoCal, so hopefully there'll be a good vibe in the stands. Too. I hope so. I hope so. it's getting better and better, and people are getting a lot more excited about this program. So we'll see. And it's obviously a great opponent. I think BYU volleyball was here last yeah, night. I think right they got too. a pretty good crowd. They so did. I think everyone's excited about the BYU San Diego weekend. It is that weekend. BYU. Yeah. In fact, this team went and attended the game last I, night. I, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, I heard yeah. that. I heard that. I heard it was fun. Well, listen, have a great night tonight. Thanks, Thanks for taking Greg. the time to talk, and we'll see you next year. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate you. All right, that is USD head coach Louise Lieberman. Time now for tonight's Wilner and O'Reilly Laws of the Game feature brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly. Immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. Here's tonight's rules question. What is the maximum number of players a team may substitute at any one time during an NCAA match? The answer coming up next, as well as tonight's starting lineups and the opening kick as Cougar Pre-Match Live continues from San Diego on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here is the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back at Torero Stadium here in San Diego, let's pause for our national anthem. Right, the BYU and USD coming up. The answer now in tonight's soccer rules question in Wilner and O'Reilly's You Be the Judge or Laws of the Game segment. And here's tonight's rules question. What's the maximum number of players a team may substitute at any one time during an NCAA match? And according to Rule 3.4, either team may substitute up to 11 players at a time under the conditions set forth in the sub-rules. So all 11 can go on and come off during substitutions. That is Laws of the Game brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly. This is BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.